morning prayer starts on page three. O send out thy light and thy truth, that they may lead me, and bring me unto thy holy hill, and to thy dwelling. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Pray be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 95 on page 459 for the Venite. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 17 begins on page 358. Hear the right, O Lord, consider my complaint, and hearken unto my prayer that goeth not out of feigned lips. Let my sentence come forth from thy presence, and let thine eyes look upon the thing that is equal. Thou hast proved and visited mine heart in the night season, Thou hast tried me, and shalt find no wickedness in me, for I am utterly proposed that my mouth shall not offend. As for the works of men, by the word of thy lips I have kept me from the ways of the destroyer. Thou up my goings in thy paths, that my footsteps slip not. I have called upon thee, O God, for thou shalt hear me, incline thine ear to me, and hearken unto my words. Show thy marvelous loving kindness, thou that art the Savior of them which put their trust in thee, from such as resist thy right hand. Keep me as the apple of an eye, hide me under the shadow of thy wings. From the, odd go from the ungodly that trouble me, mine enemies compass me round about, to take away my soul. They are enclosed in their own fat, and their mouth speaketh proud things. They lie waiting in our way on every side, watching to cast us down to the ground. Like as a lion that is greedy of his prey, and as it were a lion whelp lurking in secret places. Up, Lord, disappoint him and cast him down. Deliver my soul from the ungodly by thine own sword. Yea, by the hand, O Lord, from the men of the evil world, which thou hast portioned in this life, whose bellies are filled with thy hidden treasure. They have children at their desire, and leave the rest of their substance for their babes. 
But as for me, I shall behold thy presence in righteousness, and when I wake up after thy likeness, I shall be satisfied. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the third chapter, the book of Ruth. Then Naomi, her mother-in-law, said to her, My daughter, shall I not seek security for you, that it may be well with you? Now Boaz, whose young women you were with, is he not our relative? In fact, he is winnowing barley tonight at the threshing floor. Therefore, wash yourself and anoint yourself. Put on your best garment and go down to the threshing floor. But do not make yourself known to the man until he has finished eating and drinking. Then it shall be, when he lies down, that you shall notice the place where he lies. And you shall go in, uncover his feet, and lie down. And he will tell you what you should do. And she said to her, All that you say to me, I will do. So she went down to the threshing floor and did according to all that her mother-in-law instructed her. And after Boaz had eaten and drunk, and his heart was cheerful, he went to lie down at the end of the heap of grain. And she came slowly, uncovered his feet, and lay down. Now it happened at midnight that the man was startled and turned himself, and there a woman was lying at his feet. And he said, Who are you? So she answered, I am Ruth, your maidservant. Take your maidservant under your wing, for you are a close relative. Then he said, Blessed are you of the Lord, my daughter, for you have shown more kindness at the end than at the beginning, and that you did not go after young men, whether rich or rather poor or rich. And now, my daughter, do not fear. I will do for you all that you request, for all the people of my town know that you are a virtuous woman. Now it is true that I am a close relative. However, there is a relative closer than I. Stay this night, and in the morning it shall be that if he will perform the duty of a close relative for you, good, let him do it. But if he does not want to perform the duty for you, then I will perform the duty for you, as the Lord lives. Lie down until morning. So she lay at his feet until morning, and she rose, <clears throat> and she arose before one could recognize another. Then he said, Do not let it be known that the woman came to the threshing floor. Also he said, Bring the shawl that is on you, and hold it. And when she held it, he measured six ephahs of barley, and laid it on her. Then she went into the city. When she came to her mother-in-law, she said, Is that you, my daughter? Then she told her all that the man had done for her. And she said, These six ephahs of barley he gave me for, for, he gave for, he said to me, Do not go empty-handed into your mother-in-law. Then she said, Sit still, my daughter, until you know the matter will until you know how the matter will turn out, for the man will not rest until he has concluded the matter this day. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus says 
Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the tenth chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. After these things the Lord appointed seventy others also, and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. Then he said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. Go your way. Behold, I send you out as lambs among wolves. Carry neither money bag, knapsack, nor sandals, and greet no one along the road. But whatever house you enter, but whatever house you enter first, say, peace to this house. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you, and remain in the same house, eating and drinking such things as they give. For the laborer, is worthy, the laborer is worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. Whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat such things as, they, as are set before you, and heal the sick there, and say to them, The kingdom of God has come near to you. But whatever city you enter and they do not receive you, go out into its streets and say, The very dust of your city which clings to us we wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God was, has come to you. But I say to you that it will be more tolerable in that day for Sodom than for that city. Woe to you, Chorazin. Woe to you, Bethsaida. For, it, it, <clears throat> for if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have been repented, they would have repented long ago, sitting on in sackcloth and ashes. But it will be more tolerable for Tyre and, and Sidon at the uh, judgment than for you, and you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to Hades. He who hears you hears me. He who rejects you rejects me, and he who rejects me rejects him who sent me. Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to them, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Behold, I give you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions, and over all, all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. 
Nevertheless, do not rejoice in this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. In that hour, Jesus rejoiced in the spirit and said, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and prudent and revealed them to babes. Even so, Father, for it seemed seemed good in your name. I'm, I'm sorry, seemed good in your sight. All things have been delivered to me by my Father, and no one knows who the Son is except the Father, and who the Father is except the Son, and the one to whom the Son wills to reveal him. Then he returned, then he turned to his disciples and said privately, Blessed are the eyes which see the things you see. For I tell you that many prophets and kings have desired to see what you see and have not seen it, and to hear what you hear and have not heard it. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus, blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. 
and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Grant, O Lord, we beseech thee, that the course of this world may be so peaceably ordered by thy governance, that thy church may joyfully serve thee in all godly quietness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all of our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Our lessons today, um, we begin with some comments on the psalm. Um, throughout the, or when we read the psalms, there's there's a, a kind of a strange sense in the psalms where the psalmist is um, asking God to give judgment. Uh, you know, our psalm today began with, Hear the right, O Lord, consider my complaint, and then let, let my sentence come forth from thy presence and let thine eye look upon the thing that is equal or, or just. And we don't typically, in our own words, pray that way. We, we ask for mercy and forgiveness, but the psalmist asks for God to, to, to judge in his favor. And in the, of course, the longest horizon of this, we understand the prayer of the psalmist to be the prayer of Christ, um, the, the, um, who epitomizes God's people in his prayer, but then we pray in Christ and um, asking for vindication that we get through through faith in God. And and it connects to our, our story in Ruth in that we look at Ruth as someone who is um, clearly a righteous woman. We're, we're told she's uh, worthy, and we're also told in the story that Boaz is a worthy man, and we'll see this in the narrative today. But the idea of, of asking for a judgment, a favorable judgment, um, is the prayer is carried out as one lives faithfully to the Torah and as one does the things that God would want one to do, loving God with all one's heart, soul, and mind, which comes from Deuteronomy, loving one's neighbor, fulfilling one's duties, loving your neighbor as yourself, which comes from Leviticus. And so that's how one is living out one's life um, with a kind of prayer that complements the psalm uh, for, for vindication, a life that lived in service to God, waiting for God to sort of come and, and vindicate and save. And this really is what happens in, in the case with, with Ruth, who uh, her, she and Naomi come back from Moab, they're very vulnerable, but they, but they, um, they take their, um, they, 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 they find their provision within the, the provision of the Torah for God's people, Ruth doing her gleaning. And then today's story picks up where um, Naomi starts thinking about long-term stuff, that Naomi is not going to be there forever, Ruth's a young woman. And in the ancient world, without retirement accounts and insurance policies, that meant you need to have a family and to carry on the name and, and an inheritance. And, you, you know, because it's all agrarian, you need children who are who, who in our culture, they're often expenses, but in the ancient world, they were laborers. 
and so having a lot of them meant, meant you could do more. So um, she, she, uh, this whole narrative today plays out of the story of the kinsman redeemer, where when uh, a woman's husband died, the next of kin would then marry that woman and would raise up the, both the children who, who would receive the inheritance of the dead husband and carry on the name and then would also inherit because in Israel you, you, your, your tribe had a, a landed inheritance and each part of that tribe then some, some portion of land belonged to, um, Ruth's dead husband. And so, uh, she is going to go make this appeal that Boaz will, will play this part. And the story, it, it's in the, in the wonderful narrative of scripture, there's a lot of sort of narrative, uh, subtleties in it, um, such as, you know, that, that, and, and sort of subtle sexual innuendos in this, that she, she goes and, and Ruth, uh, Naomi tells her, do not, do not make yourself known to the man. And the word in Hebrew for no is also the word for sexual relations. Adam knew his wife and, and she conceived. And then she's told to, you know, uncover his feet. And the same verb is used in, in the prohibitions about uncovering one's nakedness, don't do this. And so it's, it's suggestive that way. And she goes out and sort of puts herself at, at Boaz's feet, essentially offering herself to him, but not not um, with the, the idea that within the Torah, uh, he would play the part of the kinsman redeemer. And she's in a vulnerable place because if, of course, if, if Boaz wasn't a good man, uh, uh, being alone in the dark uh, with a man is not a, the safest place to be. But when he recognizes her, you know, Boaz could have just, you know, uh, taken what he wanted from her and, 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 and not done that. But one of the connections of this narrative is that Ruth is a worthy woman and Boaz is a righteous and worthy man. He doesn't do that. He understands what she's asking and compliments her on not going after other men. And the idea there would be that Ruth knows she needs some uh, attachment for her own future. And she could have sought out some man. There's lots of laborers in the field, lots of men around, but Ruth has been single-mindedly focused on providing for Naomi and just doing faithful labor for that end. And now she comes to, to Boaz only in terms of the Torah. So she hasn't acted um, self, you know, she hasn't acted just to pursue what she wanted. She's acted righteously. And Bo so she's worthy and Boaz is worthy. And this is what makes a story, um, what makes them a worthy match. And so he will then go and, and, um, there's some closer relative who would have the right to do what Boaz is willing to do. And he has to get him to pass on that first before he has the right to do this. So it's all done righteously. And this is where they're taking refuge in the justice that God has established in Israel, and we'll see how it plays out. And we should also note um, that the righteousness of, of Ruth and Boaz, though she is a Gentile woman as in the, in the ancestry of Jesus, this righteousness is something of a familial inheritance in, in, that, in that line. And in the, the 70, sending out of the 70 others, um, these are clearly those who are not apostles, but are sent out in addition to the apostles. And the idea is that 
we that Jesus wants to proclaim the gospel in every town of Israel and time is running out. So he sends them out urgently with an urgent message. Don't greet anyone. It doesn't mean like we say, don't say hi. But ancient Near East greetings often had a great deal of stopping uh, some form of hospitality. So just be single mindedly focused and go and, and proclaim the gospel and proclaim it. And then if you're rejected, uh, a curse goes on the city, woe to that city, and if it receives you, they, they, they receive through you, uh, they receive Christ. And um, the the end of the story, Jesus says, I, when they come back, they've miracles have happened. Um, they're, they're, wow, look what happened. And Jesus tells them not to be happy about that, but that their names are written in heaven. The idea is that they belong, they're in the kingdom of God. That's the thing to rejoice over, not just the power to do miracles. But Jesus talks about that he's hidden it from the wise and prudent, but revealed it to babes. And Jesus sees as the gospel goes out, it's those of humble faith who hear the word of God and begin to do it. And the wise who are... um, this same theme is picked up in Corinthians, where the wisdom of the world is contrasted with what looks like the foolishness of the cross. But but babes, those who have humble you know, faith like little children, become like little children, um, they're the ones who, who believe and are saved. And there's a woe in this passage, woe to these cities that reject Jesus, because the point is that they reject him. This is the son of God. You don't get to say, yeah, I'll think about it. And, and decide later. And a judgment does come on Israel in the year AD 70 when the Romans come and level all these cities. So it's not just a, a warning about the future judgment that will come at the end of time, but an imminent historical judgment comes on the nation of Israel because it rejects Jesus. And those who are blessed, who, who receive him, um, and follow him who will be saved uh, from from both now and temporally and also in the ultimate judgment. We can connect the lessons then because the the wise and the prudent and the babes get back to Ruth who, who humbly follows the God of Israel and is worthy and, and makes sure to do all the things that she is supposed to do in the right way. And God's will is revealed to her, and, and through that she is raised up and becomes a an ancestor of our Lord. And that's you know the encouragement for us to remember that there's so many things in the world to distract us from the from the task of simple, ordinary, humble faithfulness, which is what makes us uh, true disciples of our Lord. So a few thoughts about today's lessons. Continuing with a prayer for all conditions of men, O God, the Creator and Preserver of all mankind. We humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldest be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness, all those who are in any any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate, especially those for whom we make our prayers at this time.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings, and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service, and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. O most loving Father, who willest us to give thanks for all things, to dread nothing but the loss of thee, and to cast all our care on thee who cares for us, preserve us from faithless fears and worldly anxieties, and grant that no clouds of this mortal life may hide from us the light of that love which is immortal, and which thou hast manifested unto us in thy Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you, Barb and Ed, Bishop, for a great message. Peace to all of you today. Thank you. Bye-bye, everybody. <laughs> Thank you all.